Have you ever thought you were being watched by something impossible to see? Maybe you've been the one watching and witnessing things you shouldn't be. You may even be actively avoiding the paranormal and spooky, yet it still finds you. Join me as I regale my guests with unimaginable horrors of unknowable evil. You're right on time for The Goblin Hour. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the Goblin Hour. It's me, your host, Ben, here again. Thank you, studio audience. Uh, right now I got my special guest for this week, Aiden's, Aiden, just first name. Hi, guys. I'm Aiden. How are you doing today, man? Good. How are you? Good. Um, we Last week, so this is the third try of recording this. One time I tried it by myself. Did not come out good at all. Then um, we tried it last week. Do you want to tell the people at home what we record, what we talked about? We talked about aliens. Yeah, a lot. There were a lot of scary aliens that we discussed. Um, the thing did not like print properly either. So like, the fucking the dial- prompt was really bad. It just didn't work. It was bad. It was a bad time. So I'm kind of okay with the fact that that did not save properly. But now, we're ready for a good time because you guys just miss out on the content. I got a good article. So supposedly, Aiden, you a Christian? Are you, do you like Christ? Do you like Jesus? Are we on religion right now? Oh my, well, it's tangentially related. Okay. <laughs> you know I went to Catholic school, right? Do you like God? Are you a fan of his? We're bros. Okay, that's good to hear, because today we're going to be talking about one of his arch enemies. A devil. Woo! In this case, specifically, the Jersey Devil. Hmm. Have you heard of it before? No, I have not. So it's a cryptid from uh, New Jersey, as I'm sure you were able to piece together. Apparently, it lives in the woods, and it's quite scary from what I've heard. So is this like a Slenderman, you mean? Type this thing? is a Slenderman type of character, and I think it fits better than Aliens because this is the Goblin Hour, which sort of incri- uh, implies funny little characters running around. And um, You think people tormenting kids is funny? I think a UFO isn't the same, you know? Yeah, that's a little too serious. A UFO is like... Like Sasquatch. Like, maybe if there was a story about a little green guy running up to you and, like... Baby Yoda hiding behind a tree waiting to attack you. Maybe that was a reference to um, the hit film Goblin. I know we talked about it technically on last week's episode with Ethan, or last time, because uh, that was a deleted scene from Goblin on the upcoming director's cut that may someday come out. It's never going to come out. But, yeah, there is a scene with Baby Yoda in it. Uh, we somehow managed to get Grogu. He had a busy schedule, but he was able to fly down for us. So. It was so expensive. Yeah, he was really nice, though. I, I was worried he was going to be a dick, but he was cool. We only needed, like, four green m ms It was fine. Yeah, it was lit. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, the Jersey Devil, crazy character. It's one of those stories that's a lot like uh, Slenderman, like you said. It's also a lot like um, Bigfoot. It's just a cryptid. It's a scary, physical creature that you can imagine goofing around within the woods. Okay, so it's physical, not this ethereal, shape-shifty being. Yeah, it's definitely something you can grab. Here's a picture of it, if you'd like to describe that to the audience. Don't read any of this text, but go ahead and describe that for me. And make sure to read into the mic, or so help me, Lord. Okay, so I'm very close to the mic. And this Jersey Devil, from this black-and-white picture from Wikipedia, looks like a pterodactyl (laughs) that has... Horse hooves, but is standing on twigs for legs. It's postured up like a horse neighing, but it has, like, the neck and head of a camel. And then, you know, the very stereotypical devil horns, but it's, like, chopped off. Very goat-esque. Yeah. 
Yeah, so what do you think? Are you scared yet? If I saw that thing, I'd be more concerned about what scientists let their project out than being nervous. All the studio audience like that one. Good. I'm glad they're getting right, maybe some positive reception this All time. All right, come on. Calm down. Calm down, folks. Calm down. Hey, you stop laughing. Wasn't that funny? Yeah, it really wasn't. They're crazy. Here, hold on. Uh, you entertain them. I'm going to romp over to the light switch so we can create some ambiance. Okay. So, what you guys missed last time, we talked about UFOs and aliens, and we had a pretty good time, but I'm not necessarily a believer, but at the end... Our gracious host made me a believer. Now I'm very much frighteningly scared of aliens and UFOs. Hey guys, I'm back. Hold on, let me flip these around. Hey guys, I'm back. So, also we need to mention how we met first, because that's what I did with Ethan. We met on the dorms first semester before COVID hit. Yeah, so our first semester was... Fall 2019. It was a movie. It was crazy. We loved it. We had Zach. You had Austin. You had Jackson. Jackson Stern. You had uh, Ralph. 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 Yeah. Ralph. Angot. Was he the one that Jackson wrote? Happy always, birthday. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. That was pretty fucked up that he did that. It really was. But Very he cruel. Very I liked Angot. I didn't know him, but I remember him being He was there. in some of my classes, I think. Yeah, I didn't really interact with him at all. Oh, no. He worked at, like, Kate or something. Did so. you know that's a food pantry now? That is like the food pantry. It's, there's no more food in there. Yeah, it's it's just here. You can come here exclusively for this. Wow, you are not allowed to eat here. That's where that is. That's pretty cool. It's pretty annoying. I mean, kind of screws freshmen. But there were a lot of fun little restaurants before. Now I'm in. Our memories are there. just gone. Thanks a lot, whoever the current president is. I don't know because I'm out of the loop. Keith Mackey does uh, housing and food, but jo- I'm Joseph president Harose, of like I believe. the state. Oh, of the state that's stit. Yeah, or the country. I don't know. The pres. The yeah, no president of the state. Yeah, whoever the president of the country is, he needs to bring Kate back. He Kate needs center, not Kate Blanchett. He needs to put beer in the water fountains, and then maybe I'll vote for him. Are you? Yeah, no, you're of age. I am not. Yeah, I am. I drink all the time. We need to start. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll start by reading this for you, okay? Are you ready? Yeah. Get scared. Ooh. In South Jersey and Philadelphia folklore, in the United States, the Jersey Devil, also known as the Leeds Devil, it's a legendary creature said to inhabit the forest of Pine Barrens in South Jersey. The creature is often described as a flying biped with hooves, but there are many variations. The common description is that of a bipedal kangaroo-like or wyvern-like creature with a horse or goat-like head, leathery bat-like wings, horns, small arms with clawed hands, legs and cloven hooves, and a forked tail. <laughs> that was like the run-on sentence of all time. That was crazy. <laughs> it has been reported to... Move quickly and is often described as emitting a high-pitched, blood-curdling scream. I don't think that thing could run very fast, if you look at it. It looks crazy, though. Like, it really is. Here, let's put a... a, <laughs> a right, picture here's, on here's the viewer. Here's hey, the viewer, picture. Here, we're showing it to you. Now, what if? It's go only audio. Go to the Wikipedia page. Yeah, go to the Wikipedia page. This is all this information is from Wikipedia. New I know Jersey it's Devil. credible source. Yeah. I mean, actually, it just says Jersey Devil, but for sure. My bad. Anyway. Uh, do you want to know the origin of the legend? New Jersey? No, that's not what I'm... <laughs> According to popular folklore, the Jersey Devil originated with a Pine Barrens resident named Jane Leeds, known as Mother Leeds. The legend states that Mother Leeds had 12 children, and after finding she was pregnant for the 13th time, cursed the child in frustration, crying that the child would be the devil. 
I mean, 13 is a pretty unlucky number, but also why would you, like, put yourself through 12 pregnancies as it was? Yeah, the thing is... 12 thir- births, I maybe. Grew, I think the most interesting point of what you said is 13 is a scary number. It definitely means that Devil. should you give birth a 13th time, it will likely be a beast-like creature with wivernous wings and goat horns. So a woman birthed the devil. A woman did, yes. Well, a man's not going to birth it, but... Anyway. I'm just, yeah. Anyway. It came from a human. In 1735, Mother Leeds was in labor on a stormy night while her friends gathered around her. Born as a normal child, the 13th child changed to a creature with hooves, a goat's head, bat wings, and a forked tail. Growing, growling, and screaming, the child beat everyone with its tail before flying up the chimney and heading into the pines. In some versions of the tale, Mother Leeds was supposedly a witch, and the child's father was the devil himself. Some versions of the legend also state that there was a subsequent attempt by a local clergyman to exorcise the creature from the Pine Barrens. I mean, if a guy's going to get a woman pregnant like 13 times, he might as well be the devil. That's what I've been saying, bro. That's why we. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I was ready for it. I set you up. No, let's not worry. Check this out. What well, we comes got after the origin? Yeah, after the origin, we hear about... This is the woods near the Leeds family house. Regal notes You should have done that while you were reading it. It's already referencing somebody that I don't know from this. Whatever, I gotta Uh, read it. I'm gonna speed read it. It's okay, the fans will love it. Prior to the early 1900s, the Jersey Devil was referred to as the Leeds Devil, or the Devil of Leeds, either in connection with the local Leeds family or the eponymous southern New Jersey town, Leeds Point. Mother Leeds has been identified by some as Deborah Leeds on grounds that Deborah Leeds' husband, Jaffet Leeds, named 12 children in the will he wrote during 1736, which is compatible with the legend. Deborah and Jaffet Leeds also lived in the Leeds Point section of what is now Atlantic County, New Jersey, which is commonly the location of the Jersey Devil story. That's crazy. Are you seeing how many of this is like... So it's the Leeds family, and there's a Jersey town called Leeds Point, and then they also lived... On the Leeds Point section of what is now Atlanta. I mean, in the 1700s, right? Like, they probably bought, like, a whole bunch of land and turned it into a city. These freaking dorks. I mean, if they have 13 kids, you know, they're all going to spread out across town. Maybe. I don't think these guys founded it. I think they lived here when it was called Leeds. And then were named after the town? Yeah, I think so. I think it's probably something where it's like, you know, if you're from Jacobstown and your name is Jacob, there's probably not any relation. It's just a crazy coincidence. I don't know, in the 1700s, I doubt it, but go ahead. I don't know, we'll have to call them later, call them after this, see what they think. But, um, <clears throat> here, oh, here we go, context for this. Brian Regal, a historian at Kane University, theorizes that the story of Mother Leeds, rather than being based on a single ho- historical person, originated from colonial southern New Jersey religion. Re- what the f- Read okay. it. Yeah, this is crazy, okay. So it's about Brian Regal. Rather than being based on a single historical person, originated from colonial southern New Jersey, religio-political disputes that became the subject of... I'm just stupid. uh, That became (laughs) the subject of folklore and gossip among the local population. According to Regal, folk legends concerning these historical disputes evolved through the years and ultimately resulted in the modern popular legend, the Jersey Devil, during the early 20th century. Regal contends that colonial-era political intrigue involving early New Jersey politicians Benjamin Franklin and Franklin's rival almanac publisher Daniel Leeds resulted in the Leeds family being described as monsters, and it was Daniel Leeds' negative description as the Leeds (laughs) devil than any actual creature that created the later legend of the Jersey devil. Wow, that's crazy. Do you think he was the devil dad? 
of the thirteenth child. I kind of like the idea that it's just nonsense, and that they were just like, "Oh, that leads devil pos." Yeah, I hate that guy. And I then mean, they were just like, "What if he was a ghoul? <laughs> what if he was a goblin? He's a monster." And then they manifested it. Yeah, they more. made a manifesto about it. Yeah, not what I said. Also, if you need help reading big words, I can help you. I'm good at big words. I'm just not good when it starts throwing me curveballs. Like religio political. That's crazy. I don't even religio political. I don't even know how to pronounce that. You were about to name a Pokemon. Do you think I was right, audience? <laughs> Do you think I was right, audience? <laughs> the people speak. The people love you. They love me. What can I say? All right. Leeds Devil. Regal notes that by the 1700s and early 1800s, at the latest, the Leeds Devil had become an ubiquitous legendary monster or ghost story in the southern New Jersey area. Into the early to mid-19th century, stories continued to circulate in southern New Jersey of the Leeds Devil, a monster wandering the Pine Barrens. An oral tradition of Leeds Devil monster ghost stories subsequently became established in the Pine Barren area. Although the Leeds Devil legend has apparently existed since the 18th century, Regal states that the more modern depiction of the Jersey Devil, as well as the now-pervasive Jersey Devil name, first became truly standardized in current form during the early 20th century. During the pre-revolutionary period, the Leeds family, who called the Pine Barrens home, soured its relationship with the Quaker majority. The Quakers saw no hurry to give their former fellow religionist an easy time in circles of gossip. His wives had all died, as had several children. His son Titan, oh my god, his son Titan, that's a crazy name, stood accused by Benjamin Franklin of being a ghost. <laughs> what? Benjamin oh Franklin god. accused a... Are you... Listen, it was for... It was context. I promise I'm going to get to it. He was on his phone, audience. Let's hear it. What's his context? I, in my head... Explain I, yourself. I like sports, right? Fine. And you were talking about the devil. Yeah. You know what the hockey team in New Jersey is? The Devils. Yeah, New Jersey yeah. Devils. They, it's like it's named everywhere. after the lead. Thing. Guess what? Mothman exists, and he's all over the place. Anytime there's a scary creature, people are going to monetize it. No one's the Sasquatches. You don't think there's a single team called the Sasquatches? Not in the four major sports of the U.S., no. I can guarantee you. You're I can crazy. probably name you all teams of all four majors. I, that's not true at all. But listen, Sasquatch doesn't belong to a particular area, though. It's not like a distinct thing exactly. like the Jersey Devil. My point. No, the but devils. any place that has unique little thing like that, is, there's going to have some sort of branding associated with it. Well, obviously. Like, so Arizona's going to be the desert, right? Like, No, that's not a weird little creature. No one else has a weird little creature. Really? You really think so? Are we going to do this right now? Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay. Which, which league do you want to check? I don't care. It doesn't have to be the Bigfoots. Make it a real one. Do Look up the Mothman, Mothman sport team. No, I'm going to the NFL. Based sports There's team. no teams in the NFL that are based on this. Yeah, but you know that, so that doesn't yes, work. Yes, I do. That's why I'm looking at it. They have things like Packers and other weird stuff and Browns and all that, but no. That's why I was going to say we should check basketball. You know what? Let's not do this right now. Let's just let no, the audience decide. I guess there's Giants. Audience, who's right? Me or uh, Aiden? Guest. Cla- clap for if it's Aiden. Ooh, they didn't say anything. All right, now clap if it's me. Well, they didn't. They didn't say anything either. They don't like you either. All right, I guess we're losing them. We're losing them fast. Yeah, we really need to get better. We're hemorrhaging this. Okay, uh, what else is on this? Being a ghost, the family crest had winged dragons on it. 
In a time when thoughts of independence were being born, these issues made the Leeds family political and religious monsters. From all this, over the time of the Leeds devil was born. References to the Jersey Devil do not appear in newspapers or other printed material until the 20th century. The first major flap came in 1909. It is from these sightings that the popular image of the creature, bat-like wings, horse head, claws, and general air of a dragon, became standardized. Crazy. You find any evidence? I'm looking. The NHL is probably our best bet, or MLS, but MLS is MLS. Sorry to all the soccer fans out there. Monster-based sport teams. <laughs> yeah, that's going to really show up with a lot. What the list of fictional sports teams? This is insane. Fictional sports teams. Actually, right now, at the top of the M Eastern Conference, the Devils are number one. That doesn't... With a 700% win nothing. rate. That pro- proves nothing. All right, you know what? Listen here, you. I'm gonna. And if you don't come over here and my, then you're out. You understand me? You're. There's the crack. Out. There's the krakens. Oh, okay. I'm right. I win. Okay, no, you're only right if you can guess where they're at. Because you Michigan. said it's regional based. No, Seattle, California. Oh. But, yeah, according to legend, while visiting the Hanover Millworks to inspect his cannonballs being forged. His cannonballs being forged. It's crazy. This guy's just like, yes, I need my cannonballs forged, and I'm going to make sure you guys do it right. Yeah, it is weird. He's like, are they up to code? They're up to to snuff, to scuff. Are you guys using iron instead of copper? Because you'd think as long as it can penetrate the hull of of a large vessel, it wouldn't matter. But we should start using cannonballs again. Like also, in the war. Like in the next war we go isn't to. Isn't that like the equivalent of artillery today? No, because cannonballs just were heavy, I think, for the most part. Yeah. Artillery it, explodes. Yeah. Like some cannonballs, I'm sure, exploded, but. I, uh, I think they probably just hit gunpowder. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I think they were just heavy balls yeah. that, like, you know, they'd hit the vessel. Man, imagine getting hit, like, being on a ship running around below deck. Like, where's the. Where's the sails or yeah. whatever they say? And just the and cannonball, cannonball coming through and just cleans your head off. I was thinking more like hitting you in the stomach. Oh, I mean, you'd still die. It'd I probably don't think go you're through. dead instantly. I, I think you are. I don't think so. Because the thing is... I could do a force analysis. It's a cannonball, right? Yeah. But it's if that thing weighs like 40 pounds and is coming at you at, I don't know, People 200 miles cars, an hour... Though. But the thing is, it's probably not at 200 miles an hour at that point. Like, it I mean, got after sh- the collision, so maybe not. It got shot. It was going for a while. It finally hits. Hits the It depends wall, how close they are, too. Then hits you. Like, it's not going to lose hurt, velocity on the way. And you'll probably die eventually. But I think you'd probably be, like, severely bruised and have, like, your stomach get ruptured or something. I don't know. It sounds like you're describing me throwing a medicine ball at you from, like, Two feet away. If is you what throw you a medicine ball at me and my stomach gets ruptured, I deserve to die. That would make me the most <laughs> fragile person no, ever. No, but I mean, if I'm throwing a medicine ball at your stomach from, like, three feet away, like, that's what you're imagining. Just, like, big no, bruise I'm in the stomach. Like, the thing is... Like, are you imagining just, like, concave below the ribs type of thing? I think like, we always overestimate how much damage things can do because, like, I don't know. I don't know that much about cannonball science. I feel like if you got hit with a cannonball directly, I think you. I don't think there's a world where it's crazy that somebody gets hit by a cannonball through a ship and 
like is alive lives. to be like oh, this hurts so much. I think if it hits an extremity, you live. If it hits torso or head, I think you die. What do you think, audience? You like cannonballs? See these? Yeah, I love it. All right, we need to get into the recorded settings. Calm down, audience. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. But um, yeah. Uh, while he was checking on those cannonballs being forged, he sighted a flying creature and fired a cannonball directly upon it to no effect. Myth busted. Did, did you he keep just living. Blast the ca- well to the creature that was yeah. in the forest that he thinks he saw, and he hit it, and it didn't hit. It didn't hurt it. So myth so busted. What do you think? The cannonball just you know immovable object type thing. It just hits it and drops. It. I think that's what, according to Stephen Decatur. Also, people are. Dr. Reed from King's University is doing research into local lore. You notice that? Like, imagine the basis of your research is the Leeds devil, and that's what your doctorate thesis is on. That would be cool. That sucks. I would hate to do that. Like, I feel bad for him. Who are you talking about? Dr. King, who's the one who... Dr. King? Dr. Reed from King's University. Shout out to Dr. King real quick, real one. Did a lot of good work. All right, whatever. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah, that Dr. King. I yeah. could not piece together who you're talking about. I'm like, is this your chiropractor or no, something? I'm talking, talking about, about like Dr. King himself. Man, he w- talk about people who could fight the Jersey Devil and walk away. He wouldn't fight them, though. He wouldn't. He would, he would debate them in the public court of ideas, and the Jersey Devil would be like, nah, he's got a point. I should stop doing this. He I would just, write them a letter from jail. Yeah, and the Jersey Devil wouldn't be able to read it, and therefore have to for- forfeit. Perfect. There we go. Forfeit. But yeah, next is Joseph Bonaparte, uh, the elder brother of Napoleon. OMG, is also claimed oh. to have seen the Jersey Devil while hunting on his Bordentown estate about 1820. All right, that's crazy. This Pretty really cool. is a who's who of like interesting New Jersey history, history people. Yeah. yeah. During 1840, Jinx. the Jersey Devil was blamed for several livestock killings. Similar attacks were reported during 1841, accompanied by tracks and screams. Whoa. I mean, if it has hooves, couldn't it have just been a horse? Yeah, but it's a horse that's killing things and causing people to scream. I mean, if someone's on a horse, they could go and just kill other people's livestock. Maybe. Go ahead. I think go it ahead. Was, I'll I, stop being a skeptic. I think it was probably the Jersey Devil. You do? Yeah, I think that's the only logical explanation here. It has to be. Do you think yeah. it's flying, or is it like an emu where with its in wings, case, its it body, it can't around. pick up its body weight? Well, it I can, guess there's tracks. It does fly, but it also can run because it has horse hooves, as I'm sure you remember. Yes, I do. I saw the picture. Tracks yeah. were mentioned. Anyway, uh, in Greenwich during de- this one's long. This is a long one. In Greenwich, during December 1925, a local farmer shot an unidentified animal as it attempted to steal its chickens and then photographed the corpse. Oh, my oh my The goodness. corpse of the chicken or the corpse of the, the thing beast. he shot? The beast. Oh. Afterward, he claimed that none of 100 people he showed it to could identify it. Wait, what year is this? 1925? 1925, yeah. On July 27, 1937, an unknown animal with red eyes seen by residents of Downington, Pennsylvania, was compared to the Jersey Devil by a reporter for the Pennsylvania Bulletin of July 28, 1937. In 1951, a group of Gibbstown, New Jersey boys claimed to have seen a monster. Jersey boys. Woo! Shout out to Jersey boys. Hey, audience, if you're from Jersey, make some noise. That's a lot of people. I didn't know we had that big of a fan base in New Jersey. Yeah, okay. We. Well, thanks for coming, guys. I appreciate the drive. 
How do you feel about this episode? They don't like the devil. All right, fair enough, guys. They're, I guess they, they like being from New Jersey, but this hits too close to home for them. Yeah, they all, all right. lost a brother to it. That's fair. At least this audience. Anyway, <clears throat> yeah, the chickens compared it. Um, in 1951, a group of Gibbstown, New Jersey boys, yep, there we go, claimed to have seen a monster matching the devil's description and claims of a corpse matching the Jersey devil description arose in 1957. During 1960, tracks and noises heard near May's Landing were claimed to be from the Jersey Devil. During the same year, the merchants around Camden offered a $10,000 reward for the capture of the devil, even offering to build a private zoo to house the creature if it was captured. Whoa. $10,000, 1950s, a lot of money. Yeah, it's also the fact that they said they'd make a zoo for it. Bro, if they made a zoo for it, that would like be insane for tourism. That would have made them so much bank. It would have. There were a bunch of sightings in 1909, apparently. But I don't know if this one's worth exploring. 1909. People got scared. They saw a bunch of it. Zoo posted the $10,000 reward. Yeah, yeah, we saw this. Okay. What's this part? Okay, yeah, we're almost done with this. Uh, (coughs) Skeptics believe the Jersey Devil to partially be nothing more than a creative manifestation upon the imaginations of the early English settlers with plausible natural explanations, including boogeyman stories created and told by bored Pine Barren residents as a form of children's entertainment. The byproduct of the historical local disdain for the Leeds family, the misidentification of known animals, and rumors based on common negative perceptions of the local rural population of the Pine Barren, known as Pineys. The frightening reputation of the Pine Barrens may indeed have contributed to the Jersey Devil legend. Historically, the Pine Barrens was considered inhospitable land. Gangs of highwaymen such as the politically disdained loyalist brigands, known as the Pine Robbers. <laughs> I love all the lore it says. <laughs> it's like a disdained loyalist brigands. Also, they were known as the Pine Robbers. Were known to rob and attack travelers. In Pine Barrens. Oh my God, it's barrens, crazy. Yeah. During the 1700s and 1800s, residents of the isolated Pine Barrens were deemed the dregs or outcasts of society. Poor farmers, fugitives, brigands, Native Americans, racism. Poachers, moonshiners, runaway slaves, more racism, and deserting soldiers. So-called pineys have sometimes fostered certain frightening stories about themselves and the Pine Barrens to discourage outsiders or intruders from entering the Barrens. Pineys were further demonized and vilified after two eugenic studies were published during the early 20th century, which depicted pineys as congenital idiots and criminals, as seen in research performed on the Kalikak family. Kalikak, I don't know. So they were crossbreeding. By Henry H. Goddard, which is now considered biased the and name of the, uh, mostly likely falsified. Goddard is like a name of a big, you know, it's the name of the, the pst- health center here. Yeah. I know you. You well, did you research on them. Wait, did it say they were crossbreeding? Congenital, right? Oh, yeah, they thought they were inbreeding. Yeah. That's what I meant by crossbreeding. Yeah. I meant inbreeding. Sorry. Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, eugenics. and. Well, when they mentioned it, I was, and then congenital, that's yeah. where my head went. Man, effed up. Henry H. Goddard, real piece of garbage, it seems. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He's either just racist or he's completely right. But, so. he, but it says they're falsified. Oh, he did? Yeah, which is now considered biased or inaccurate and most likely falsified. So it's either, it's one of the two. It's either just terribly inaccurate or it's biased, and he probably lied too. Yeah. So he's either a bad doctor or he lied, or both. Well, maybe we need to change the name of our healthcare center because he's racist. <laughs> Are we named after this guy? This is it's literally it? Goddard Health Center. But is it Henry H. Goddard? I don't know. Goddard is probably just like the family name. That would be crazy if it's some evil New Jersey. He might doctor. have made money from it, you know, like 
Maybe. I don't know. All I know, I see him in the street. It's on site. Nice. I'm battling him. Anyway, what else we got here? Jeff If you were going to go back in time, would you time travel to that point in time to beat him up? Like, who would you go back in time to beat up? I have to beat someone up. If you're going back in time for the sole purpose of beating someone up. Probably. Hmm. This is a tough one because there are all so many fun characters who'd be great to, to battle. Yeah. If I wanted to learn about fighting through, like, failure, I could go fight Muhammad Ali, and he'd beat me to death probably. But you'd learn such a good I'd lesson. I'd learn a lot about fighting. I'd be like, whoa, he's impossible, and that would be cool. Um, like we discussed earlier, I couldn't go back and fight Dr. King. Even if I wanted to learn from him, he would just debate me, and the and people would cheer for him. And I'd be like, man. And then I'd be in history books as, like, racist white boy tries to fight. <laughs> and I'd be like, Same man. with Gandhi. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably him. I'd probably go fight Goddard then, Henry H. Goddard. Good. Go rip his head good off. Good man. Yeah. I'm proud of you. I'm a good guy. What can I say? If you, uh, any of you listening want to send money my way, you can add me on Venmo. I'm accepting any Venmo donations. Thank you. Um, next up, Jeff Brunner of the Humane Society of New Jersey thinks the Sandhill Crane is the base of the Jersey Devil stories, adding there are no photographs, no bones, no hard evidence whatsoever. Worst of all, no explanation of its origin that doesn't require belief in the supernatural. I love when you get to this point in any, like, supernatural story where they're like, so, you believe me? It's like, all right, that's a pretty compelling argument. Can I see some of this evidence? And they're like, we actually don't have any evidence. Uh, we have no pictures, no bones, no droppings, no tracks that can be identified. We don't have anyone who's credible who believes in it. What do you think? Should I hit you with the controversial opinion? Yeah. It's like religion. Whoa. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm not religious either. My I, point is it was passed, you know, orally through generations, and you, yeah. there's, there's no proof, there's no evidence. Like, you, you just got to trust it. I you hope know? there's a golden age of religion at some point where people stop being mean and evil about it, and they're just like, just like, like this. Not going to be killing we need a people new prophet. over religion. You we mean? need a really cool prophet to show back up and be like, guys, I'm here to unite you. The problem is, nowadays, someone would kill him so fast. Yeah, probably. Like, we have weapons of mass destruction. You think somebody's going to nuke the prophet? <laughs> I mean, just like, He's you gonna know. be giving a sermon in Kansas, and suddenly <laughs> their, like, alarm starts going off? Woo, woo, yeah. Here's the here's what that would sound like. No, nah, I don't know how to do it. They'll just play the guitar. <laughs> Here. Oh, no, a nuke's coming. <laughs> ah, ah, under ah, the mask, under. Ah, I can't find my children. Ah. That got really dark from you there. Yeah, what can <laughs> I, I say? To bring kids into it. All right, fans. <laughs> that was a good segue, right? Segment. That was the um, what if a nuke happened to the new prophet segment that we do in every episode. All right, next up. Outdoorsman and author Tom <laughs> Brown Jr. spent several seasons living in the wilderness of the Pine Barrens. He recounts occasions when terrified hikers mistook him for the Jersey Devil after he covered his whole body with mud to repel mosquitoes. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a good tactic. He just they people, do that in naked I like that he wasn't even trying. He was just like, yeah, they thought I was a, a demon because I was hanging out. It's like, oh, my God, he, he has hooves. He has pterodactyl wings. He's like eight feet tall. No, it's just a guy covered in mud who's probably not over six foot tall. Yeah, I mean, I think you're probably right. I'm always right. But, yeah, we got a few other ones here to get through real quick, and then we'll go, go over the last segment, which is um, this one is just like there was a medical sociologist called Robert E. Bartholomew. And uh, author Peter Hassel, 
they look at the 1909 bunch of sightings that I sort of just glanced over because it just yeah. said a lot of people saw it. Okay. And they thought it was just mass hysteria by regional urban legend because there's so many cases of mass hysteria in history where people were just like, oh, it's so scary, there's a ghost in that house? Ah, and then suddenly I mean, it's like people house. buying toilet paper in 2019. Yeah, that's a great example of it. Um, another group, this one I love, one New Jersey group called the Devil Hunters, refers to themselves as official researchers of the Jersey Devil and devote time to collecting reports, visiting historic sites, and going on nocturnal hunts in the Pine Barrens in order to find proof that the devil does, in fact, exist. That's literally like a Slenderman game. I love stuff like that. People who are like, we're going to go kill this thing. Like, I think that's so much more interesting. Like, I don't want to find proof of the Jersey Devil so much as I want to fight it and kill it. Like, I think that's a lot more fun. But don't you have to have proof that it exists to want to go out and kill it? Or do you just... I have a uh, desire to people kill telling it. me that it exists. It's good enough for me. I want to rip its head off. I want to mount that son of What's, a gun on my wall. Uh, you want the pride associated with killing it. You don't yeah, care also, about it being a menace to society. You just want it. Yeah, no. It does kind of bum me out that there isn't too much here that's like, yeah, it attacked my boy or something. It's all like... It, Hysteria. Uh, some livestock got killed, and we think it was a, a monster. Anyway, uh, we got hoaxes to end this off. Gordon Stein, an encyclopedia of hoaxes, noted that the alleged footprints of the Jersey Devil during 1909 resembled a horse's hoof. According to Stein, a man later admitted he had faked some of these footprints. All right. All uh, the. Yeah. Jeff Tibbles and the world's greatest hoaxes has claimed that Norman Jeffries was involved in hoaxing the devil. Norman Jeffries, publicist for Philadelphia's Art Street Museum, renowned hoaxer. <laughs> renowned, renowned hoaxer. This guy lies nonstop. Imagine being in a video game and having that be your title. Renowned hoaxer. Renowned hoaxer. That'd be a good title. Um, danger closure unless Jeffries came up with something to boost tendencies. So yeah, this one he just said, "Hey, the Jersey Devil's real," and it made his museum not go out of business. Um, non-fictional newspaper stories about sightings were planted. An animal trainer purchased a kangaroo and glued artificial claws and bat wings on it, and they <laughs> said, "Look, we captured it and displayed it at a museum." Did they get ten thousand dollars? No. Twenty Aww. years later, though, he did admit he was lying. <laughs> now we got the cultural relevance. Um, yeah, it's on TV and stuff. Really? Yeah. There was a... Okay. Lovely. That what time like is it? 3.59. Yeah, it's You said we hour. got it for two hours, right? Yeah, we do. That was interesting. All right, somebody just opened the door then walked away. That was insane. Really trying to encroach on this. They want in. Yeah, I guess so. But, um, yeah. Hoaxes were crazy. Cultural relevance. I mean, it was in movies. I found one part where it's just about a bunch of games. Check this out. So it was in the X-Files. There was a game called the Jersey Devil. There was a game called the Wolf Among Us, 13th Child. It was in Teenage Mutant Ninja Among Turtles. Us? Yeah. Among Us? The Real Adventures of... <laughs> Among Us! But um, the Real Adventures of Johnny Quest, the Barons, Carney, A Night with the Jersey Devil, something called The Last Broadcast, Legend Quest, What We Do in the Shadows. Hey, and you're going to like this one, Gravity Falls. <gasps> yeah, a little card. I was talking about rewatching that like all straight through recently, like this morning. Nice. Well, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with that person. We're pretty much done, but, like, uh, somebody might need Let's to Let's do this it. last segment. I mean, they didn't... That was it. They didn't want to talk... Well, you have uh, another... This thing here is just about Mothman. We were maybe going to get to this. You were referencing it, but... Yeah, he's he's really powerful, too. It's only think? three pages. No, we'll end it on that. Okay, so... I Which know about kaiju is going to fight win in the fight? Yeah, so these aren't kaiju. So kaijus are massive beasts. Ah. These are cryptids. Is an important <laughs> distinction. Is it just because they're smaller in size? 
you, well, the thing is, kaiju is like, you know, it's Japanese, Japanese obviously. Yes, I know. And it's just big monster is probably what it translates to. Is it Mothra? Mothra is one, yeah. Okay. But that's but like Mothra the name is huge. of another Mothman kaiju. Mothman is a different thing. Ah. Mothman is like this guy from Pleasant Point, West Virginia. He's often affiliated with like disaster and like nuclear radiation. And like the thing with him is people, one of the most famous sightings is these kids were like driving away from some nature reserve. And um, they started to get really scared because they thought they were being watched. And then something with huge red eyes and a massive wingspan started chasing them as they're running away. And they so did the acid in the natural man. reserve. Yeah, I think that's the theory. But, um, yeah, so he's like a big moth creature. Who do you think would win between Mothman, who's like a man? He's got like a man shape, but he has big bird wings and like big eyes. The reason they call him Mothman is because of his yeah. eyes. So who do you think would win Mothman. between Mothman and the Jersey Devil. Mothman. Really? Yeah. What about him? Um, well, well, let's for the viewer, what first. was the thing in Harry Potter? You're not going to like this, but in Harry I'm, Potter. Yeah, for the record, I do not. I dislike the Harry Potter movies. I don't think they're very good. I've only seen the movies. I have not read the books. But you remember where Harry and Luna could see that one horse animal? Yeah. But they were the only ones who could see it? Yeah, because they've experienced death. Yeah, that thing looks almost like this thing. Because it's, like, pretty horse-like. The, oh, the Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil, yeah. Okay. Um, obviously, it's got, like, really skinny back legs and very bat-like wings, as you described. Um, but it doesn't seem like it could do any damage. Like, it can fly, and it has, like, hooves. That's a good point. But the other guy, the guy has hands. Like, bro comes up, puts it in a triangle or chokehold. Like, what's it going to do? It's got such a long neck. Like, that's such a... need to consider the powers, though, based on what we've heard. So, Mothman... The thing that it we has know about hands. him, he has hands, so he's got a very man-like body, likely hands, and a lot of the art that I've seen depicting him, he has hands. He has a huge wingspan, big eyes, and apparently also a gift of prophecy, because he appears before disaster or shortly after disaster, leading people to be, maybe he's predicted it, maybe he's causing it. Either he way, is predicting he's a bit of a cataclysmic happened. entity, potentially. And then the Jersey Devil, it has a smaller frame, it seems, but it also has claws. So it has, like... An advantage there potentially. It has claws, like it's only protected from the front. Like but it's I mean, also smaller. Depends who flies. It's got faster, higher agility. Kind of. uh, uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's got. If Mothman has a big wingspan, he can fly faster, but and he's probably not as nimble. I'll say that. Yeah. But Cryptid has like a two I foot long right. neck. Honestly, I think the Mothman. Or he just kicks the yeah. leg of the fucking. His legs would snap so easily. Thing. Beep. Yep, we caught my. Oh, we bleeped it just in time. Yep, but um, yeah, yeah those I think legs right. are twigs. In its the back. legs are really spindly. You could knock one out easily. The thing is, also, even if Mothman, let's say, it doesn't have hands, it just has long arms. Everything I've seen of it, its arms are always usable. Even if it has like talons there, it could crush the Jersey Devil, the Jersey Devil's <laughs> neck so easily, like it could rip its head off. Yeah, Jersey Devil loses to Mothman, unfortunately. Oh yeah, big time. What do you think, audience? I'm really laughing at this. I don't know. That was kind of messed up. All right. Well, thanks, audience, and thank you, viewer, for watching. Hopefully, we'll finally have thank you, viewer, for watching. an episode up. Thanks for watching, guys. I hope you wa enjoyed watching the, the waveform. I hope that was good. All right. Nah, thank you for having probably me. Listen to it. I appreciate yeah, it. was it. a good time. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, Maybe your Reddit account? Uh, your my Twitter? name is Aiden Smoot on LinkedIn. 
Come find me. Okay. I'll, he'll Come find him. He'll be walking around campus. You can go up to him, try to fight him, ask him about cryptids. He'd love to talk about it. He's a big believer. I know nothing. But anyway, thank yeah. you for having me. Yeah, thanks for watching uh, this episode of the, the Goblin Hour. Took a see while to guys. see the show. All right. See you later.